0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. My name is Colin Slager. Along with me, Tim aldersmeyer Tim, how you doing today, brother? Excellent, my brother. Love it, love it, love it. We got a lot of good info in uh, in this episode for you guys today. Uh, we start off with uh, a Yogi Tea deep dive. Tim and I were pretty uh, into our teas right now. Tea game strong, uh, and we talk about a message that we got from one of them today. The like to put sayings or small insights on on their tees. so we that led us into a a deep dive uh, letting things come to you and uh, just try not to always chase and push everything so hard all the time Uh, focus on letting some things take their natural course and, and be what they need to be and leave it at that you don't have time and energy to waste on on those small things and that led us right into a little bit of book talk Uh, We talked about don't sweat the small stuff, uh, as I am currently going through that. Tim dropped that off uh, at my house uh, last week, so I'm going through that right now. Uh, And main points, we talked about not interrupting people or trying to finish their sentences. Uh, And then uh, after that, got into doing nice things for people without telling anyone. Uh, Tim, what else we get into?
1: Yeah, we got into some self-awareness talk. Uh, We talk about the importance of making sure... You check yourself and you're in the right mind state, mindset mindset uh, before you go out and add value to the world what what that truly looks like uh, different strategies you can do um, the, the important time you should take out of your day to just reflect um, recharge make sure that you're in just in the right state of mind uh, we also talk about the small wins the importance of small wins uh, both from an internal perspective and an external standpoint and how viewing your day as an accumulation of small wins, what that can kind of do for your overall happiness and defining what what your your big accomplishments were for the day. Um, and being able to kind of incorporate that into the way um, you journal, uh, whether how you reflect on your day. Really important stuff that we want to get out there. Uh, and then the last uh, thing we talk about is the art of competing against yourself. Uh, what that means, uh, where we got it from. And we kind of relate the art of competing yourself against the art of forgetting and we'll we'll kind of explain what that means Um, but we got that from uh the shoe dog autobiography by phil knight the nike story he talks about that he talks about what it means to truly go outside your comfort zone and and what it means to actually compete against yourself and go out in the world and deliver value to people so we'll recap that book the different things that we took from that book Um, i'm excited for you guys to listen Uh, If you ever get a chance, uh, please leave a review for us on iTunes or Spotify. Your feedback and what you think of us, it's important to us because at at the end of the day, we want to get better. Constructive feedback is what helps us reach a higher level of success. So really, um, we we really appreciate you guys listening and, and tuning in every week, and we look forward to you guys hearing this episode. Dan Fusen, take it away.
0: your what's your tea say today my tea dude my tea has got me on some juice today so it's so simple let things come to you and uh dude i didn't really have an idea outside of book talk what i wanted to get into today but right now i want to get into some of that uh letting things come to you because we've kind of talked about that in different fashions uh and how we we would put energy towards something And then let something come back to us put energy towards it again let more come back to us and letting things come to you I think is so key and in other areas areas of my life I've been trying to uh, allow things to let them be what it's gonna be Um, say relationship or something with the podcast like we're putting so much energy and work now we need to wait and see what comes and just let things sometimes take its course too. Uh, there are certain things where, you know, we live by this, oh, if you want something, you better go chase it, you better get after it. Like, sure, with a lot of things, like with business, you need to keep chasing. Like, step on the throat all the time. When you make that first million, keep stepping on the throat. Like, it's not going to stop. Uh, but I, I think sometimes we try to do too much to force our own hand. It's like, you already have your, your hand. Now let's see how good of a poker player you are. hmm so i i think sometimes and we've talked about that book uh resisting happiness and in there it talked about fighting all this resistance and and just putting all this energy and effort and just frustration into things that really you shouldn't be so messed up over if uh say like someone doesn't text me back right away i'm not looking for that anyway i assume they're busy They started and forgot, they got sidetracked, they can't talk right now, they don't want to talk right now. You know, it is what it is. Like, don't get so worked up on that. Don't keep, hey, did you get this? Did you get this? No, just let it be. Like, you don't have time or energy to waste on that. No one does. You're going to drive yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get in a book talk later, but like, don't sweat the small stuff. We all have this drama. The next drama, the next drama. It's like, don't always chase everything let some things come to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I know I've talked about it when uh, when God writes your love stories. That that section of me, I've just kind of started to let things come to me. I'm not trying to chase or fight or resist anything. I'm just stand on my course. I got my rehab therapy job. I got this job. I love both of those so fucking much. And that's what I'm focused on. Mm-hmm. That, helping other people, making sure I'm healthy. Because I you know i think it's it's hard to accept that you need to let things be what they're going to be at a certain point if you're not truly in tune and in love with yourself
1: yeah and i think and it's not a matter it's not a matter of going 100% all the way chasing it until you get it it's a matter of putting yourself in the right position for things to come to
2: you very well so, put.
1: so how let me ask you how do you you as a person how do you know when you're in that position I think how, do you, how do you know when you when you think you've given enough to the point or put in enough value to the point where you're in the right position? How do you know that?
0: I don't know if you always know because I'm sure you've heard the saying, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm. I, I I think first, if you want to be in the best position for whether it's job or someone to seek you intimately or... Whatever it is, you need to be confident and in love with yourself first.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think that is first and foremost. And there's a lot of people, and I only know because no one knows one to take one. Takes one to no one. There we go. I got there. Sometimes you want to give and give to everyone else. Sometimes you need to make sure that you're okay first. It's kind of like the airplane routine when they say if the oxygen masks drop down, put yours on before you put on your neighbor's. Mm-hmm. I think in life you have to do the same thing. You have to be a little selfish first and make sure you're okay. Like, are you... You're good mentally. You're good physically. You're good with... You know, if you hate your job, you're at least working on something on the side and you've made peace with your current situation. Are you okay with everything? Do you love yourself? Mm -hmm. If you don't like who you are, then I think you're going to have a harder time trying to put yourself in a good position uh, for that... Success in whatever avenue you're trying to let things come to you. Mm -hmm. I think you need to make sure that your confidence and your love for yourself is in a really good place. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard to do. Mm
1: -hmm. And then giving that value to people I think will make you even more happy with yourself. Because I know from from my point of view um, whenever we put out an episode whenever we write out a blog post it just feels good to put that out there. And I think that it's just a matter of finding and, and just giving those gifts to people I think that helps you love yourself even more than what you already do uh, but you just got to ask yourself what what value once I've taken care of myself, what unique value can I give to other people um, that, based on my personality based on my offering what is my offering to people what is my unique offering and I think that is the next question you answer after you take care of yourself
0: yeah um and yeah your unique offering and that's part of finding things that you like don't like you're good at you're not good at Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and that takes Mm -hmm. a long time too you might not find that right away and there's no secret formula except just doing things Mm -hmm. and I think it's there's also a big part of I I touched on it but where is your energy going you want positive energy positive energy focus like, are you worried about every little thing that doesn't go your way, or it's like, all right, fuck it, that didn't work, I can't do that, I don't have that, or just, I didn't, I'm not okay with what that person said or or did, and be done with it. And it's much easier said, especially if it's someone like a friend of yours. It's like, oh man, they're not getting back to me, they're not doing this. Like, they they said they were busy. It's like, okay. Then be like, alright, when you're available, let me know. You don't have the energy. And just leave it at that. I've done that to so many people. It's like, okay, you're busy. We're all busy. We all have priorities too. Whenever you have time to get together, let me know. There's no hard feelings. It's just I can't devote my time and energy towards stuff like that when we have stuff like a business we're trying to run. That's a little bigger of a, th- a thing. That's not small stuff. Um, so I, th- I think... Yeah, you need to be good with yourself and make sure that your energy is going to the right places. Make sure you have good energy going to yourself, too. Um, again, these are things hard hard to do, but making sure you're okay with your situation, you have uh, something else that you know you're working on to get out of that. Just yeah. taking control, uh, I, I think, can help with those certain things. Yeah, But... You still need to just sometimes let things come to you. Mm-hmm. Give energy towards things and give it a rest.
1: Just yeah. see what happens. Where do you get your good energy from? Some places, some things.
0: So I've, I've had this talk with uh, my mom and uh, a lifelong chiropractor and good friend of ours back there, hopefully would love to get her on the, on the show sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I draw energy from myself so yes I, I love being around people uh, you, you know how I am I'm such a people person social fucking butterfly uh, and I feed off really good positive energy uh, feed off you I feed off both my docs I feed off when we had that interview with Marquise if you haven't listened to our interview with Marquise Martin Hayes please stop what you're doing come back to this listen to that first unbelievable <laughs> anyways um,
1: I retweet that <laughs> For sure. Go back and listen to it. But
0: my time when I'm alone by myself is when I really kind of regroup, recharge back. Okay, what am I not doing that I told myself I was going to do? What am I not getting done that I told myself or Tim that I was going to get done? Uh, How am I doing at work with my docs? Am I tip top? Am I on top of everything? Uh, So that kind of comes... Maybe later, but my recharge—I'm like, okay, I'm by myself. I go to the gym. If I'm by myself, maybe I'll write.
1: Mm-hmm. Writing is where I get my energy as well.
0: Because I, you know, I can easily get caught up in all those things. Yeah. What's not done? What's not done? What's not done? But look, there's never going to be a day when you're like, oh, it's all done. Mm-hmm. Never. So I, I have a hard time still putting those aside sometimes. So when I'm by myself, if I go to the gym, sit in a sauna, uh, do anything where I just, I have me and my thoughts and where I can really visualize what I want to be and what kind of business we want this to be, how I want to grow when I can put positive thoughts towards that, but I need to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't be around just side bullshit. I can't be around just Simple things at times. I need to be in thoughts that not many people have, and that's me. Yeah. Like, no one knows my thoughts in my head except me, and I'm honing in on how to do better with those. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, for me, my alone time is the most sacred thing to me at this point in my life. Like, my alone time. I might do a little blog post, I might do, but that's still writing to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and that's, man, I've sometimes had a hard time explaining how important my alone time is to people. I've actually told both my roommates, like, hey, guys, if I come in from, like, you know, had a 10-hour shift, I was at the gym at 6 before that, if I roll in at, like, 7 or later, and I just give you a quick hey, I go in, shut my door, and you don't see me for an hour, that's nothing personal. I just need... I had my morning alone time at the gym. I gave all my mental capacity at, at work with my patients, and now I need to kind of regroup, calm the engines a little bit, and just settle down, and then be ready to converse again. It's just, I, I need that alone time. That is the most important thing uh, to me right now.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said it kind of sparked a thought in my mind about when, when you're by yourself, when you're thinking about all the things you didn't get done that day. Every day is going to be like that. There's going to be a day where, I mean, there's going to be days where you feel like you got a lot of stuff done, got a little stuff done, but I think it's necessary for people, for their peace of mind and for their confidence and for their just well-being in general mm-hmm. is to to not focus on the things that you didn't get done that day. Plan that out for tomorrow, later but take take time like specific time out of your day to congratulate yourself on the things you did get done the little things even if it doesn't even seem that big of a deal something like oh i i followed up with her on that email today oh i i I ran and got i did an errand for her like those those like small little things that don't seem that big in the moment like you can look back on your day and be like i did that like i created value for someone else i created value for myself Right. In some way Don't be like Oh I forgot
0: to get that project done Or like What if you cooked Dinner that night Don't overlook that What yeah. if you did The dishes last night Don't overlook that If uh, And it's not saying Like go around bragging You did all these things But don't beat yourself up When you still do The small stuff Like If you, Like You played with your kids When you got home from work Long day at work And then you're playing With your kids Like I hear my docs Talk about that All the time That is such A big Piece so if you didn't get this memo or that email, like those types of things, maybe take you you took your girl out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are still healthy things. Those are good for the soul, for all parties involved when you do those types of things. Mm-hmm. So but, I like that. You know, don't re- reward yourself a little bit. Look at the good things you did. I like that, Tim. Mm-hmm. Good shit.
1: And the people who are winning at life, they they look at small things as as. "Quote unquote wins," and they accumulate those small wins throughout their day, throughout their weeks, throughout their, the months of their lives. And those are the people that are happy because they appreciate the things they did do. They're always looking to do something more, but they do take a moment to congratulate themselves and put themselves in a positive state of mind for the things they did do. Yeah, and use that as momentum. So,
0: I mean, excuse me. For example, when when we were learning about recording equipment, we had our list priced it all out and sent it to our buddy Dan Fusen who did our uh, intro outro music and I was like hey man because he was recording industry studies major and I had been in recording studio a couple times but it's been a long time and I was like hey man would you mind just taking a look at this list Uh, this is kind of what we looked up priced out this is kind of our budget is there anything you would add take away Leave, and he shot back. He's like, "Dude, I think your list is solid, and I use the same headphones, so good look." And uh, so, just small things like that, like that, in my mind, I was like, yes, yes, we're good on that." All right, now next step, buy it. Mm -hmm. We got that. We got all of it so much faster than we anticipated. Perfect. Small win there. Set it up. we had some difficulty getting up and running. We had one night, we had to burn through, we had to look through software, had to figure some things out. Stuff wasn't working. We didn't know how to run it through the the computers yet. Next day, we try again, a few more hours, success. We get an intro done. Small win. And now we're doing our full episodes just fine. Small wins. Small so, wins, baby. Not all about us, but that's a... a a good real life example I think uh, of small stuff for us like mm-hmm. where it, those were big steps though those were small wins big steps
2: mm.
1: and don't be afraid to document these wins like congratulate yourself each day but if you're looking for something to journal about cause we talk about journaling and writing things out like oh well, what do I journal about write about the things you did well today cause you're gonna I mean the, you can learn from other people but being self-aware and learning from yourself is a very valuable thing as well
0: that's when you learn some of the best lessons lessons man yeah, yeah brain to mouth today gotta connect it
1: yeah and I, th- I think I think it's good and like be able to categorize like your small wins like every time I journal I talk about my family and my relationships with my friends what wins did I make in that area today I go to the professional section what wins did I make in my in my job today and then I have another section, um, like my my dream my dream section. What did we do with the podcast today to, to, to win and get closer to where we want to go? Find find your different categories, like you that you can win in. Look at it that way. <clears throat> look at it that way.
0: So I have a just a general journaling question because I've suffered from this lately. When you get in a rut of not journaling. Uh, if you have how have you gotten out of it personally cause I've found myself in a few ruts lately more than I'd like to and I love to write so I don't know why I'm in these ruts but I don't know maybe it's as simple as I have I just need to fucking discipline myself better
1: It's a good question uh, I'll tell you what I did uh, last week cause I was going through the same thing last week okay. I go back and read something that I I wrote a year ago huh I go back and look at old journal entries that I used to write in. i mean, like, and I put myself. I try to jump in the time machine. And be like, what, what what was I feeling when I wrote that? Like, because I read what I wrote, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like the fact that I was I was reflecting on something like this. I'm and in a way I'm I'm reflecting on what I was reflecting. And I think for myself at least, that puts me in a mindset in that present moment. Like, man, I got I got to keep doing this. I because at, at the same time like. You are writing your own life story every time you wake up. So how cool is it to go back and actually read about your life story? Because I think there's so many interesting people in this world. There's so many interesting movies, biographies, autobiographies. But I think at the end of the day, people are most interested in themselves and to a degree. Oh, yeah people are self-interested like that's a common people like, like
0: to talk about themselves the most that's yeah.
1: so really appreciate what you like we just talked about appreciate what you have done in your life so far go back and read old things if you're struggling with what to write about and you're, you're hitting a writer's block go read what you used to do go read an, what you wrote before and that kind of motiv- motivated me to, hmm. to, to, to keep going
0: I'll try that tonight yeah I just I don't know I've like I said maybe you know definitely it's a discipline thing too just yeah. putting pen to paper. Yep. I mean it's simple. But as I love that. to do it, so I don't know why I've been struggling with it.
1: Have you uh, it it it's okay. I mean you you're not like, it's not like school like you're not like do a, a journal like your journals aren't due every night. You write I know, you, you write what you write
0: when you feel like it. It's a it. principle thing for me though. Yeah. yeah. Like we talk about journaling and writing and our uh, morning and night gratitude and it's like I do feel good when I do those things. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll go back and read some old things. I had, I had a good entry the other day, something about uh, making sure that if, uh, if I plan something, no matter who I plan it with, whatever business I plan something with, make sure there's an action plan that actually gets done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, so I might go back and read that.
1: What's, what's the mo- like Before you came here today, what, what's the most important thing that was on your mind?
0: Before I got here, I was yeah, or uh, something
1: that you thought about today that was really. I
0: was at work, and talking with one of my docs about all the steps we've been taking to implement changes, uh, get a, a new person in this role, uh, future location, uh, and and just making sure that everything we were doing wasn't too much because it's not our personal practice but we just we want to help grow it because we love it so much and we just you know it's like just make sure we're not trying to do too much out of our our lines you know yeah so go write about that yeah that shit there we go go
1: write about your ideal dream next location go write about your ideal next person that you want to hire and bring into the company Hmm. because who knows that could spark some creative juices that you may not have thought about in that conversation in that present moment but later tonight you never know you may not feel like writing but as soon as you put that pen and paper and write about that it'll just go off and who knows you can bring that insight to the table the next time you talk about it at work done deal I'm not going to tell you what to write but I'm just trying to talk no yeah dude
0: I I appreciate you talk
1: with it through it with you so
0: yeah definitely gonna definitely gonna do that tonight appreciate it
1: because at the end that we talked about before in the podcast write about things you care about so reflect on your day what were you thinking about the most that day
0: yeah cool thank you
1: No problem, baby. All right, all right, all right. Co-hosts got to stick out for each other. Love it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Love it. I got your back. Um, But, yeah, so, man, thank you, Yogi Tea.
1: I love that saying, dude. Must
0: be something in the tea. Yeah. Must be. They put some special juices inside.
1: You want to know how many uh, different teas me and my roommates have at our apartment right now?
0: So I saw you post about it but I didn't I did. count. I, put, I did I not count. So I'm gonna go on them. I'm gonna say you have eighteen different boxes. Oh I wish we have eleven, but Ooh. still. Okay. That's a lot of tea. <laughs>
1: something to shoot for. We'll get to eighteen.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, we have eleven different kinds of That's tea. A our lot house of tea. Right now.
1: I think I kinda st- I don't wanna give credit to myself, but I think I kinda started the tea movement in our in our apartment. And I I love the fact that we I got my roommates buying different kinds. I buy different kinds myself and did so you just it every like day.
0: piss tea? Like you just smell <laughs> oh today was lemon ginger, healthy digestion. Hmm. Do you I like smell the lemon, lemon ginger one? It's not bad. Not bad. My roommate tried it and said he didn't like it as much. Did he mix it with another flavor? No, but he should. Well, then that's where you fucked up. Patrick, I
1: hope you're listening to this right you now. You done
0: fucked up, A. A Ron. Patrick better be listening. Yeah. Every every episode.
1: I'm going to tongue listener to this one for sure.
0: Done. Take notes too. We you should Pat.
1: do we should do an episode for tea reviews. <laughs>
0: Stay tuned for that one Yeah Stay tuned Don't hold your breath
1: I got the Bigelow
0: Salted Caramel one Ooh
1: Caffeinated Salted Caramel Perfect side of this recording session Do you say Caramel
0: or Caramel? I say Uh, Caramel
1: Caramel because there's a city right side of Indianapolis
0: that's in Caramel I've never never really called it Caramel Like Candy Caramels Candy Caramels (laughs) I don't know There is that one Caramel candy I guess that's how I say it (laughs) Caramel? Answer my own question Uh, I love it Was it Werther's? It was like a caramel Mm -hmm. hard candy Yeah I have had one of those before Actually not bad They're really good But you taste your teeth falling out Like you (laughs) can taste it It's just like Oh I might lose a tooth I love it But uh, Yeah man Yogi T always dropping some knowledge bombs Mm -hmm. You in into some deep dives. Never know, man. We keep blowing them up. One day,
1: future sponsor of the podcast. One Stay day, tuned.
0: one day. Hey, you know we're just gonna we're gonna let that come to us. Yeah. We'll keep tagging. Mm. How many touches? Six to ten touches. Yeah, you may end up
1: being six hundred touches with them.
0: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, let's get into a little bit of book talk. Okay. If you're if you're ready for some book talk, yeah, you feeling nerdy with it? I am, man. All right, I what you what ba- I w- you got?
1: I went back and read some more notes from a book I read like a year and a half ago. Oh, nice
0: little reread action. Okay, yeah,
1: and something near and dear to my heart because uh, I wear a lot of this author's products, Nike. <laughs> so the story of Nike. Uh, You don't
0: wear any Nike. (laughs) I'm
1: a Nike athlete. Yeah, Yeah, I know you wear a a lot of Nike. (laughs) A Nike wine athlete.
0: If it's not Wildman, it's Nike. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this book. Oh my gosh, Uh, it's called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's it's the 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 Nike story. It talks about his journey from the idea to the actually growing the company, and it's just remarkable the amount of roadblocks he ran into in in that book. Uh,
0: What's like the biggest one that you read?
1: I would say... when were like the hardest to overcome. So when he first... When he was trying to find a supplier for his shoes, that was his biggest obstacle. Really? Like, because he was... He had to read a book. He, he would travel over to China a lot. China or Japan, one, one of the two countries. Because he had multiple meetings over there with, with people who were going to supply his shoe. Uh, and he ended up getting screwed over by one of the companies that said they were going to do it. I don't want to go into too much detail, but he, it was pretty much a, a... He had to read a whole book called like doing business with the Japanese or something just before like he had done so much homework on his end before this meeting and they just screwed him over just different things that didn't pan out like meetings that opened up opportunities that opened up would just close because of some small thing and he just ran into so many roadblocks and it it talks about navigating through that Uh, and and the biggest thing that I want to talk about today on this podcast was the art of competing so it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people in today's day and age. We've talked extensively on this podcast. The best person to compare yourself to and compete against is yourself because a lot of times that's the biggest roadblock on your path to success is yourself. And Phil Knight, he talks about the art of competing is equivalent to the art of forgetting. And let me explain what I mean by that. And he, he talks about for you to overcome your demons within yourself and for you to compete against yourself and, and, and beat yourself in a way to the point that allows you to rise to a higher level of success, you need to forget about some things. And he talks about forgetting your limits, forgetting your doubts, forgetting your pain, forgetting your past, uh, and forgetting that, that internal voice within inside you that says, just stop right here, don't go any further, not one more step. Because that happened to him a lot in the book. There were so many times where I was reading, I was like, how did he not give up after this point? Because the whole time he was competing against ourselves, himself, and that's who we're competing against at the end of the day is ourselves.
0: So what kind of action steps did he have like, to make sure that he didn't listen to that voice?
1: He, just, he had the resolute mindset that... I, I can't remember who said it, but a lot of times... A lot of people who quit on things, they quit right before they're about to reach their success. I, we're going to post something on, on, our, on our Instagram sometime in the next week or two that shows. There's like an illustration that shows this. But he had the mindset that I just need to take one more step and I'm going to be there. Even if he was like 100 steps away, he always had that mindset of the next step is going to be the right one. Huh. I just got to keep digging. We have talked about it before, the, the analogy of a, a running back running through an offensive line. Those running backs that just keep on hitting the hole until it opens, keep yeah. on keep on going at it until it opens. Yeah. That Phil Knight is the embodiment of that because there, there's so many things that happen in there that that prevented him from doing that. And I think it's such an important thing to to do because sometimes when we're when we're about to do something like meaningful and worthwhile, there's so many things that that we think about that we shouldn't be thinking about. Like, oh, what are my parents going to think about this? Oh, gosh, I'm going to lose so much money from this. There's, we think about all the things that are bringing us down, but sometimes you just need to forget about those things. Hmm.
0: Um, I like that. Yeah. It's hard to do, though.
1: Cause, and especially, like, if you're competing, if you see someone who is bigger or stronger than you or is somewhere where you're not yet, sometimes you you can look at them for inspiration, but sometimes you just get need to forget about everything except how you yourself are going to improve that day. So.
0: Man, that's tough. What a tough dude though, mentally yeah because yeah. that's really hard to do.: Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: there were so many times where th- the shoe that the the, co- the vendor supplied wasn't up to his standards, so he just had to go back and, 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 and think about how am I going to make this better, how am I going to keep on doing this? He, he was a perfectionist. It was it was good. Hmm. so I'
0: have to take a, take a read at that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wild.
1: And that's something that, like... That's wild, man. <laughs> yeah, with, with, with my job, like, whenever I'd go into big meetings, I'd always... I would get nervous about it. And I just had to ask myself, oh, why, why am I nervous at this point? A, I, I'm nervous because I care. But B, there was just a small part of my brain that was thinking about, oh, what if they don't go into business with us? So I just got
0: to forget that.
1: Be like, forget about the reasons why they're not going to do business with us. And remember the reasons why they will. So... Small stuff. Yeah.
0: I like that. That mm-hmm. quick quick little mental shift. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. We're the shit. Why wouldn't they want to do business? If yeah. they don't, they're dumb. Yeah. They're losing out and they're wasting money. If you've
1: prepared like you know how to prepare, you shouldn't have any negative thoughts coming in. That's, that's, that's my viewpoint with it.
0: I like that. Preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm.
1: And I enjoy the prep. That's when you know you, you you've got something locked down that you like. Yeah. You enjoy yeah. the prep. You enjoy the the, the the back end work that goes that goes into it.
0: I like when we talk to like our potential future guests and kind of see what they're about first. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. I have them on. For sure. I love it.
1: Man, that's got, good.
0: That sounds like it. Yeah. Crazy book.
1: It is. I'm
0: moving. I've, I'm moving too slow, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm making sure I get my night reading in, being mm-hmm. better about that. But I have a few mm-hmm. books I need to finish a little faster. But uh, I did—I have been on uh, that. Don't sweat the small stuff. Okay. And one thing I read: don't interrupt others or finish their sentences. Ooh. And it was saying you might not even realize that you do this until you start catching yourself do this. And I'm like, oh, man, I try to sometimes finish thoughts. And now it's like, okay, let their thought ride that wave until it reaches shore. You know, like, let them bring it in. Don't always try to catch it, reel it in. Don't always, like, I don't know, don't cut them off. Because then it's like, they get a sense of being rushed and that you're actually not listening. Like, you're not listening to to respond you're listening to finish or interrupt and then revert back to you so don't interrupt don't finish a sentence even if you know exactly what they're going to say you might not and it's just like at a certain point rude and so I was like man that's so small that a lot of people do including myself I'm like so today when I was talking to people I was just if they got stuck it was just like nope shut up keep your mouth shut and it's like wow what a practice
1: it's amazing what it does it is
0: such a practice uh, have you
1: noticed the, the, the effects of doing that though within your conversation because I, I have a, a specific example from this week once you're done
0: yeah I mean it. you actually listen to what they're trying to really say and then you can understand like okay are they trying to say this then you can ask better questions rather than guess Don't just guess. Like, let them tell you. It's like in the sales process. Like, you don't guess and stab at what you think they want or what they're going to tell you or what their issues are. You have to let them tell you and then you can talk to them. Right. So, uh, that was a big thing. And another one do something nice for someone else and don't tell anyone about it. And this got me because I have. Seen people and friends post whether it's in a group me or something or whatever it is, group text, it's just like oh I did this uh, for This it's like okay why are you telling me about it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like I'm very glad that you did that I'm very glad you helped a homeless person or someone who was hungry like I, I've done plenty, plenty of things I just don't want to it's not something to brag about and you should enjoy the feeling of giving not giving then telling everyone about it because then that that changes intent Mm -hmm. and i'm a big believer in intent so if if you're giving to then post about it or you do a video of you giving someone this money or a video giving someone some food then look i have my own things that i do and i'm gonna keep those to me because those are my things and, and I don't know, you You know some of those, thing, those things, you've seen those, but it's just like, don't go in to try to then show it off and show people that, hey, I'm a really good person. If you do it just to post about it, you're kind of a sleaze. How's that? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to go try to give someone, like, buy them a sandwich or something, give it to them as I'm recording on my phone. Like imagine the image that comes across to them too. Did you really want to help me? Or you just wanted a little bit of glory for the day? Your intent changed. Pull that phone out. Brag about it. Your intent just changed. So that one really, really got to me too.
1: Do it for yourself. Right. At the end of the day. I mean, obviously you're doing it for the other person, but you should be doing it to give value to the other person and yeah. bring them
0: happiness. Don't punch the mic off there, Tim. Jeez, I know you've been working out so easy, brother.
1: But literally, what you said at the beginning of the episode about make sure you're right. Your, I mean, you're right within yourself and feel good within yourself. Yep. Doing those things is what helps you do that. Right. Like doing good deeds for people without telling other people. I'd rather do that for them and to help me feel right internally. Then go tell my friends that I did it.
0: Absolutely. So. And it's like, then what do people say? Oh, nice, dude. That's about <sighs> it. Yeah. It's mostly going to, oh, that was so sweet of you. Yeah, it was. You need someone to tell you that for you to know that?
1: Yeah. And whenever, on and, and kind of flipping the script, whenever someone else tells me that they did something for someone else, I always ask the same question back. What happiness did it bring the other person? How did it improve the other person's life? Because that's what I'm more interested about. I'm not interested that you did it. I'm just interested to know the value that it brought the other person. That's always what I ask. Because I'm always, I use that as inspiration for myself to go do something like that for someone else.
0: Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those two were the the biggest, most recent things yeah. that uh, that stuck out to me. Um, man, I really love that book a lot. Uh huh. That's that's an awesome book.
1: Yeah, I. I, I want to piggyback off one thing you said with uh, don't interrupt others or finish their sentences. I think that is so true. Like, you talking about it brought back something that happened this week. I just think that in conversation.
2: There's pe- a lot of people that. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> people, people just hate, like, people shy away from awkwardness in general. Like, people don't like awkward situations. Sure. So, when someone is done, like, finishing a thought and you know deep down based on their body language that they probably have more to say just don't say anything when they stop talking because pe- people like if people say something and they finish their thought and you keep looking at them and you and you like nod their head like make sure you're listening a- a- attentively just keep looking at them they're just going to keep on talking they're not, they're not going to be like oh what do you have to say unless they ask for your opinion on what they say don't say anything back cuz they're just going to keep on giving their thoughts cuz i was in a meeting with i was talking with a an hr manager about her uniform program because they're thinking of looking at other vendors and i said oh what's how have the quality of your uniforms been when they've come back from the cleaning facility from the current provider and she said oh not bad pretty good and when someone says either not bad or pretty good i just i i don't say anything back because i know that they're going to keep on saying because there's a
0: but coming yeah
1: and then she went into something and it turned into like a 15, 20 minute conversation about a problem that she's facing. Because I could have been like, oh, I could have gone into my spiel when she said not bad. I could have just blabbered on something that she didn't care about. But I let her just keep going because I just, I sat back and I, and I waited. It's going to seem like so much awkward silence, but it really isn't. Two to, two to three seconds of awkward silence is going to feel like so much. But if you just give it a little time and let them gather their thoughts, they're just going to keep on talking. I promise you every time. Try it this week.
0: That's interesting. That's awesome. And that, that goes that right just, off what you said. You just held off. And mm-hmm. and it sounds like it was a pretty positive conversation. Yeah. Like it sounds like you might get that business yeah. afterwards.
1: It was probably one of the best sales meetings I've had because I did a good job of just listening. It wasn't even because I spoke well, it's because I just listened.
0: Yeah. And and my dad always told me it sounds like you had one of those moments where it's like he said, Sometimes in a conversation Maybe it's a negotiation too, but it's a conversation. There's going to be times when there's silence. Write it out. Because mm-hmm. at those moments, the first person who talks loses. You didn't talk first, and it sounds like you're going to get that business after they're done with their current provider.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't I don't always be the first one to talk. Right. If you don't have anything to say yet, you'll look a lot smarter not saying some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you didn't go into your typical pitch, whatever you guys call it, and you heard what her real complaints were. Yeah. And then you can assess, okay, can we fix those or not? Then you know if you fit. Then you can talk to her like, okay, well, with those things, here's some things I can tell you that we can do to improve those. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Then you know exactly what they need. All you did was listen and learn about their business. Mm Mm-hmm all you did win the game
1: be genuinely interested
0: you let that person talk more anyway and they're gonna love you more than the last and next person mm-hmm. let them talk more people love to talk about themselves they're gonna love you yeah. you could have shared maybe a paragraph worth of sentences
2: mm-hmm. and
0: they could have given you a novel say you're at a party same thing man I didn't really know him that well but I, I loved that Tim guy man I had such a good conversation with him yeah, what, because he asked you four questions and you talked for 30 minutes? Yeah, I bet you did love him. That's how that shit works. Yeah. So, dude, that awesome example. I yeah. like that a lot. That's and it, money.
1: And it, it's it's your body language, too. You, be, be aware of your own listening body language because there's a difference between listening and active listening. I like to, one thing I've tried to focus on is leaning kind of into the conversation, kind of, like jutting my chin out a little bit not over excessively but like
0: but like you're really intently listening yeah
1: I, what I like to do is focus on kind of tilting my head slightly and like inching my chin towards them because that not like I said don't over exaggerate it but that actually shows like you're legit listening to them and and really I am listening to them but they know that I am because right. I'm leaning into the conversation so be aware of your body language when you're doing this too because that's important
0: don't cross your arms right. be super hunched over open your Your shoulders and chest, because then you're more inviting and welcoming to conversation. Mm
1: -hmm. And try to try to kind of mirror what they're doing too. Like if they're they're gonna psychologically see that see that at the same time. If they're doing like a a, if they're touching their fingers together, like steepling, I mean, you you could do the same thing too. Don't make it obvious, but right. It's kind of it's that's something
0: that I did start to pick up on. Uh In like especially sitting across a table from someone. And it goes both ways. If someone started doing something one way, holding their hands a certain way, whatever, I would either mimic or they would mimic me. Mm -hmm. And when I start to notice it, then I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Because this is so subconscious, and now I'm just consciously watching it happen. Yeah. And it's so crazy. but
1: It's a crazy feeling when you you notice it in the middle of a conversation. Yeah.
0: When you start to see everything that goes into it, it's like, okay. This is actually how it is. Yeah. Man, ooh, I get a little like geeked up on yeah. communication. I get
1: nerdy about it because that's that's when you know it's an art. That's when you know that, you- you know that you're in control of the conversation. You can be in control of a conversation and do ten percent of the talking, but if you recognize body language and you let the person talk out, you you controlled the conversation because you were aware of it.
0: Absolutely. So, Love it. Love it. All right, man. How you feeling? I'm pretty good to wrap this bad boy up. That was good. This was real solid. I really enjoyed this one. Man, I say that after every episode.
1: Because it's true, man. It's therapeutic to get in here and talk what we want to talk about. Truth. And deliver value.
2: Hopefully Truth. Hopefully you got some.
1: Yeah, today we talked about just letting things come to you, uh, loving yourself and being aware of your own happiness, uh, the small wins, the art of competing, especially against yourself, uh, and then Slager like wrapped it up with some, some good book yeah, talk. Yeah, we, we just, yeah.
0: do the small stuff. We had some really good book talk man I I love that segment I love our book talk segment Um, yeah let things just kind of come to you let things take their course roll things off a little better Uh, just make sure like you all need to know that you don't have the time and energy to put that towards just silly things put that towards really good things put that towards you rather than worrying about the small stuff Mm -hmm. so we talked about don't sweat the small stuff phenomenal book great lessons in there, talked about not interrupting people in conversation, not trying to finish their sentences and we just kind of let that roll so really hope that you all enjoyed this episode thank you for listening, thank you for tuning in, Tim anything else you need to add?
1: Oh, I think that's good Le- leave us a review
0: Oh yeah, iTunes, Spotify uh, let us know what you want to hear us cover, talk about uh, and how we can be better in provide more value to you
1: yeah i think constructive criticism is necessary i think for us to to grow where we want to be or grow into what we want to become with the podcast we're going to need to hear things that may not be comfortable to hear so just
0: 100
1: we we want it all we want to hear it all we want to be better for you guys and if there's there's stuff that you want us to talk about i mean we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about so yeah Something's on your mind? If something you're trying to prove upon, let us
0: know. What we wanna we we're wanna all talk here about. to help make each other better. So mm-hmm. just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, wrapping up another great episode here. Uh, Dan Fusen, take it away, brother. <laughs>